Happy Halloween. Right, but Billy got one of those. If you maybe if you spent like a top five pick or whatever, top six pick on a (laughs) running back, maybe you use that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Belichick is going to be up there too, though, and he's kind of doing the like it's on a smaller scale, but he's doing the same theme. Yeah, Yeah, it's like killing Ramondre Stevenson for absolutely no reason. Like that's the only guy. Not only is that your best running back, not only is that your best offensive weapon, he's like the only like the only guy who belongs on an NFL roster. <laughs> Poor Juju. <laughs> I know. Hey, he got in the end zone. <laughs> yeah. And what he, I, I saw that. And then yeah. I saw he had like seven points. Ah, oh, dude. I was looking forward <laughs> to seeing his line, uh, Juju, because I have him in a couple of places. I and think he's like seven cool. seven points, like you said. He said a touchdown and the catch, basically. <laughs> I didn't even look to see what he what he actually scored. I just, I mean, how he scored it. I knew he got the touchdown, but I didn't even see like one catch for whatever. I, oh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, anyway, that's pretty much it. We'll do an eliminator flush. Yep. Right. Toilet is toilet is ready. I guess I can go ahead and share that. Well, obviously, just record the pod, but we for the, our patrons, they get this. They get to see the live YouTube broadcast. So I put on my best tracksuit for you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, rattle, rattle, rattle. Yeah, welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Bunker, and you can find me on. X X marks the spot at FF Larry Monkey. And then we got Mr. Gray shirt today. No, no, he's not in any spring colors. I don't know what he's doing over there, playing on his phone. I don't know where his dog is. I haven't heard any tap dancing so far. I don't know who's I don't know if anybody's hanging. I don't know if any dead dead carcasses are hanging in his front lawn, but maybe we'll hear about him in a second. And Rodney FF, Justin Rogers. What's up, my man? Yeah, man, I got my fall gray on. It's getting cool outside, brother. Fall gray? Yeah, I think the low tonight is like 40. We're going to be below freezing a couple nights over here. Oh. Yeah, it's getting chilly around here. Wow. You know what that means, though? That means I'm going to be in the woods. Oh, wow. Hold on a minute. Golf with the pick six. Yep, he shook him. <laughs> well, geez, you're gonna, be up, you're gonna be in your office, is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm gonna be in the office on Thursday and Friday morning, early in the morning in that 30, 32 degree weather, hoping them deer are moving. Now, you were, oh my god, and you were just, <laughs> I just saw the replay. So, you were just hunting alligator a few weeks ago, and now you're like all bundled up in the uh old tree shack. No, not only that, I, not just that, I wore shorts yesterday in the tree stand. And it's gonna be so cold, like in three days when I go out there again. That you know, shorts with a with a mesh leafy suit over the top of my shorts. Mesh leafy suit. Yeah, I got like pants that are like mesh, and they have like pieces of fabric that are on them that like look like leaves in the wind. Sounds kinky. It's the wrong kind. It's the wrong kind of mesh. Speaking of kinky, 
<laughs> oh. You know that's right. Are you trying to get super flexy? Q- QBX rated. Oh, QBX rated. At super flex dude playing, making snow angels up in the mountains of Colorado. John O. Oh, it's me. It's me. What you were you were hunting alligators? Is is that is that accurate, Justin? That is accurate. Yeah, that is accurate. Like I was just in Charleston, South Carolina, and uh I mean saw the first alligator that I've ever seen in my life, 42 years old, and it's the first time <laughs> I actually just hit chilling on the golf course. And I knew then that like you guys in the south just kind of you just have a different life altogether yeah, i was driving down the road literally yesterday with my mother-in-law and i was like oh there's an alligator sunbathing I'm like all right we had to go we had to go pick up my wife's car because she was in the bed hung over oh. <laughs> I, called, I called my mother-in-law hey can you help me go get my wife's car <laughs> oh it's like so the ultimate does, so where does where does her boyfriend live again? <laughs> yeah, so she dropped her car. Like she, she drove over to her friend's house, and then they all went to a burlesque show. Oh, nice! All right, and then they partied till wee hours of the morning. And I'm like, "You're too old for this shit," but okay. So you're you're there. She's at a burlesque show, and and you're just uh, you're just watching all, spying on alligators sunbathing. No, <laughs> no, my ass had. I was working a private party bartending event, and it was not oh, nearly man. as interesting as a burlesque show. I should have gone and and bartended at that gig. I just, I like, I really want to focus on the burlesque show, but I just, I can't, I can't get that. Like, I'm still just fascinated with even the idea of hunting alligators. alligators? Oh, like, well, you do, cool, like, man. do you have to, do you have to get a tag? Yeah. And so like get a no, license. We gotta, no, we gotta, no, no, we gotta make John, Johnny's got to listen to a couple, you know, he's got to start listening to the show now. So we, uh, we apply for tags here. It's a draw. So there's limited tags and a whole bunch of people applying. It's a party hunt. So if one person gets tagged, Everybody on the boat needs to buy a license, then you can go out and hunt together and try to catch. In this case, you get two alligators per tag yeah. or per draw. So yeah. you get two alligator tags, I guess is technically what it is. And my buddy got a tag. Um, we found out in June that he got drawn. And so then it was like, all right, well, I guess we're going alligator hunting at the end of August. And that's what we did. We, we went out a few nights and uh, I actually wasn't with him. He ended up getting a nine footer on Friday after we had hunted a few times earlier in the week because uh, it started the Friday before. And it's only like a 12 day season or 11 day season or something like that. And I was working the night that he got that he got his gator. But yeah, he got a nine footer. But yeah, nine we were footer. we were just like floating along with flashlights after it got dark, of course. But before dark, you're just looking for swimming gators. And then after dark, you're using flashlights and spotlights and looking for gators. Yeah. And- you have some kind of method to call them, like a like a yeah. something you blow into, or just so like we just kind of rattle we, some we, teeth or something. We take our hands and like fiddle them in the water. No, <laughs> uh, oh, no, you, yeah. you have to like try to sneak up on them, which is really hard in a boat. You know, I could I could just totally hijack you guys' episode here and just talk about gator hunting. We did a lot of talking about gator hunting during that week or two. Yeah, there was a two to three week uh, span. Check out any of those shows. The first like 
five or ten minutes where September. We had we had uh Michael Fabiano on. He was, I don't know if yeah. he was interested, but we definitely talked about gator hunting. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go back and get caught up because <laughs> Like having missed out, I I don't listen to fantasy football podcasts in season. I just like it. Just yeah. kind of, it becomes intrusive thoughts, you know. Like everybody's analysis just kind of becomes my analysis, and I, I I don't I I like I I just want it to be my own thoughts. But if I knew I was missing that. I would have, I definitely would have been listening all along. Hey, this is the hot sauce pod, baby. We this all of our episodes are standalone episodes. This is the Dynasty Hot Sauce and Hunting podcast. That's what it is. <laughs> like, what a power move that would be to like get it, get your, get an alligator and then like wear its skin to the draft. <laughs> like the thing where like your face is like in, in the mouth. In its mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, can you oh. imagine how? The gator, you get, you take it to a place, and you're like, "I want a wallet. I'd like a, a belt and maybe some some shoes." Did you tell them what you want from the alligator? That you, you just get the no, you can get the skin tanned out or whatever. And then if you want to get it made into something, you can do that later. But if you want to get the skin tanned out, but so it's like that. And then the other thing is uh, the skull. So they clean up the skull and bleach it, and then you have like the skull that you can sit on your like on a shelf or whatever. And then the tail meat is what you eat. The tail, tail meat. Awesome. Is that like hair pie? What the hell is hair pie? What? <laughs> Excuse me? What is hair pie? John Hogue. Oh, do you know what hair? Uh, no, I've never heard yeah, of I'm this. I'm glad I'm not alone on this. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about, Larry. Oh, hey, okay. Jenny, do you know what hair pie is? No, my wife doesn't know either. She said she doesn't have a fucking clue. Ask Alexa. Alexa, what is hair pie? <laughs> Larry Monkey, what's hair pie? Yeah, yeah, I'm asking Larry Monkey now. <laughs> well, I mean, you got if you you've never seen Revenge of the Nerds. Dude, that's from like 1989. Come on, man. You can't expect it. Golly. I didn't know your wife was hanging out with us. Jesus. She was walking through. She just got down <laughs> my daughter to bed. All right, listen. I'll, I'll just do a uh, quick internet search here. <laughs> We've got Bush. Air pie. No, it's, it's nothing like that, by the way. It refers to the external female genitalia with an unshaven mons yes. venerous. Uh, I mean, if you want me to use it in a sentence, um, uh, I don't mind munching on her hair pie, except when I have to stop to pull her hairs off my tongue. Yeah. Now my wife, you've got my wife intrigued. She was, she's over there in the in the kitchen, and now she's like, "Is he saying hair pies?" Yeah, like like a pie. Yes. Okay. All right, take your take your cereal and scoot, scoot. <laughs> Sam Laporta, let's talk about him, huh? Should we detour this? Uh, so make a yeah, let's, football. let's talk <laughs> about. <laughs> we could talk about some football. We can bring up Laporta in a little bit. Let's talk oh. about some. Let's let's talk about the QB apocalypse or whatever. The, Ooh, it, well, all, it was not as bad as 2019. I don't know if you guys remember 2019, the true QB apocalypse. But yeah, yesterday was. Kind of pretty bad. brutal. 
I like the fact that we have the super flex dude on to talk quarterback apocalypse. <laughs> What's uh, funny is I absolutely hate weeks like this. Like it, it what I will say is it kind of makes my case for quarterback extreme. So it, ideally you already have enough quarterbacks so you don't have to get in on this shit show, but mm. you know, a lot of people don't. And all of a sudden you're like, all right, so I guess I have to just drop a ton of fab on freaking Jaron Hall. Clayton <laughs> Tune, perhaps if yeah. a 50, 50 shot, it's going to be Murray or Tune. Yep. Yep. Or, you know, maybe bump it down just a little bit for Brett Ripien and hope that he starts like oh. that's yeah, it's 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 not it's not good because, you know, you really want to be able to save that fab, save that waiver priority, whatever it is, whatever system your league uses, you want to be able to save that for the running back position because that's the one that's just constantly freaking churning. Yes, right. But, you know, when this hits and, you know, you just lost, you know, both your quarterbacks, like you have to get in on this and then you get one of these guys and then you're still thinking about, all right, am I actually going to start him as Superflex? I don't know that I can do it. You know what? It's amazing because I've seen a lot more folks start a position player in Superflex, in the Superflex spot. Mm-hmm. Let me tell yeah. you, I did, it, I did it in the hot sauce league. I I, I benched uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, he's coming back. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to keep starting my position. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about Ritter, you know, potentially being replaced as, well, I did. Justin was, you were still on board with him. But, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you're not starting Ritter in your super flex spot. <laughs> Are you drunk, Larry? I was never on board with Desmond Ritter. Well, no, you know, you were on board with him when we were talking about, should we take remove Ritter out of the super flex spot and put a position player in there. And, oh. but when we talked about his floor being, you know, kind of around 14 points and I didn't say his floor was 14 points. My ass, you need to go. I think we need to roll the tape back on this. Oh, shit. Let's do this baby. No. Roll it back. I'm going to open up next week's show with you fucking talking about how you're keeping Desmond Ritter in your super flex spot. I did say I was keeping him in super flex, but it's not because I was like excited about him or whatever. Oh, you were right? excited. Yeah. Dude, who the hell? Who's your podcast partner? Because it ain't me. Dude. You've been podcasting with somebody else? Listen, Desmond Ritter, is he the starter in, uh, for Atlanta anymore this season? I have no idea. I don't. If I could predict what the fuck Arthur Smith was going to do, I'd go to I'd go to Vegas right now. Because that dude, I mean, he, I don't know what the hell to think of him, except that he needs to go. No, I have no idea if we're going to be starting Ritter in week nine, even much less the rest of the season. Whatever. I knew Henneke was going to be um, playing games. I'm excited that it's this early in the season because um, he's going to be like a functioning quarterback. He might. I think if he starts, I think we see more, like, more quality throws to guys yeah. like Kyle Pitts. And mm-hmm. I don't know Drake London if he can if he's on the field, but uh, and then Bijan should get a boost because the offense is going to be the offense in theory shouldn't be turning the ball over every third possession or whatever. What are you paying for a Henneke? Like this is what I want to get into. Like these guys, no, it's all too these bad guys coming in. Yeah, that and that's the thing. It's it, you know we've been excited about 
Hineki all along, but now that he's here, it's like it, <laughs> it has nothing to do with him and you know getting him into our lineup. It's just the way he unlocks the rest of that offense. Right. So yeah, it's like I mean, I think that you 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 put kind of a, a smallish bid on him if you need you know some quarterback depth. If you just lost Kirk Cousins, um, go for it because he uh, you know of all the guys available he's probably the one with the best shot at finishing out the season he was the rest of these guys are going to be like a a week or two you know so so it's like you know like just for the for the quarterback depth just to make sure you can fill out a legal lineup every week go for it but you're not expecting you know league winning numbers from him absolutely not he's he still remains a bye week fill in. If you're, if you truly have a championship quality team, he's probably not the guy that's going to be that's going to help you win the championship. You paying a twenty five first for Baker Mayfield? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. I'd really have to be desperate though. Or I don't want to be in up, Or would you give up the trade that happened today? Nick Chubb and a twenty five second. Sam Howell, Tyler Henneke, Taylor Henneke, Howell, Henneke, or Chubb and a 25 second. In a 14 gladly. team, 14 team Superflex. Oh, okay. Well, that changes everything even yes. more. Yeah, I got to go with the quarterbacks. But not only that, Nick Chubb, I like, we saw what happened to that knee. I'm not planning on him ever playing again. Like, I, I, it'd be great if he does. I'm just willing to be wrong on that because. That's not something that the human body can typically come back from. Yeah, I mean, that's a lottery ticket. It's almost like the Taylor Haneke. It's almost like Taylor Haneke. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's basically Howell for the 25 second. Yeah, give me the quarterbacks in a 14 team league. This guy's in first place. So here's the deal. He sent me an offer. The, the first place guy in a 14 team league uh, sent me a, a second for Mayfield. And I'm thinking, like, why would I want the. T- a 25 second for Mayfield. And I'm like, why do I want a, like outside a top 25 pick for Yeah, for have, real. Um, it's not a great offer. So I went back. I'm like, give me the first. If it's going to be, if it's going to be the 14th pick, that's still a good deal for you, you know, for Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Right. Gonna, exactly. That's still a really May, good deal. Mayfield's functioning. And I don't think he's going anywhere this season, you know, unless he really takes a shit. Yeah. And he doesn't have to play that Buffalo defense every week. So right, right. That, like people are kind of going off of that. I mean, it it did feel like Kyle Trask time for a minute there, but it it really just kind of that's a that's a really good defense he's throwing into. And Baker ended up having a pretty big game in a couple of miles. Well, mm-hmm. he had a massive game this week. I mean, yeah. I, I, I saw like thirty points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, usually in the twenties, volume based, but so I don't know. I mean, I like the. I mean, you're you're getting the uh, stability of a quarterback with offensive playmakers, you know, and I'm talking about Baker. Compare, I mean, we're talking about guys. You say your whole quarterback room just got decimated. He's, I mean, if he's going to cost a twenty-five first, is that the end of the world? If you're gonna, if you're in first, no. or, you know, if you're if you're making a run, and it's just gonna cost you a 25 first. Yeah, if you've uh, got a truly uh, competitive uh, team, quarterback that's, I don't know, it's been 
has been put up. He's put up pretty good numbers thus far. He's put up okay numbers. Let's not get right. too too hyperbolic about about what Baker Mayfield has done. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still. Let's see. Before this week, he was still QB nineteen. So yeah, it wasn't like up, a few, up a few spots after this week. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, but I mean, he had one game over eighteen and a half points before today. Before you know, yesterday. But who's out there? You know, who, who is Stetson Bennett coming in for Stafford? What? Well, who's no, Stafford? Stetson Bennett ain't around the team, man. He's not even on the team. No, he's not. Yeah, like he's, he's like retired, kind of. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he might be retired. Shitty. Yeah, he might have realized his back is. He threw out his back, and yeah, he's old enough to retire. Yeah, he's exactly. he was already on Social Security, so why not? Uh, yeah, it would be Brett Ripien if if Stafford misses time, which. Uh, I mean, every single one of these injuries for Stafford just kind of it, it it just takes a little bit longer to recover from, kind of yeah. regardless of what it is. Um, Let's do a just... run through of all the all the quarterbacks that got hurt yesterday or this week, because that's I think we need to kind of go gloss instead of yeah, you're right. So we're trying to gloss over each one of them, but I mean the big one is Kirk Cousins with the Achilles, huge. So that's, that's a huge one, not only for all the Kirk Cousins owners, but you know Jefferson's going to be coming back at some point, and we're gonna, we're about to find out what it's going to look like post Kirk Cousins, and at least until they put something else there. And you know who knows, maybe Cousins is back next year. Who's uh, who's who's Cousins' backup? Jim Sorgi? You know, uh, I actually have no idea who the backup. So is. Nick Mullins was is QB two on the depth chart, but he's, but he's on, on IR. Yeah. So right now it it would be. Uh, Jaron Hall oh, who took yeah, over for right. him. Um, and yeah, I mean, fifth round rookie pick, like, yeah, I, I, I yeah. the, the, the bigger thing is, and you know, people are probably gonna, a lot of people are gonna have the answer already by the time they listen to this, but, uh, you know, there's a very good chance that they trade for someone. Um, they're kind of being linked to, to Jameis Winston, um, the real, Minnesota move would be to sign Carson Wentz, but uh, <laughs> like right after I, I dropped him, yeah. <laughs> like I, 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 I kind of don't think that we're going to see a whole lot of Jaron Hall, and I also don't know that they ever get to Nick Mullins. Like, yeah. just I think they address this. You know, so Josh got, Johnson's always the, he's always the guy that's jumping it. around. Yeah, we can we can we can stop with Josh Johnson. <laughs> uh, see, then you got uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, uh, looks like it would be uh, Wolford. John Wolford. Yep. So they're expected to sign John Wolford off the Buccaneers practice squad. Is he was the A uh, AFL guy, right? Well, he ended up starting a game or two, and and people were oh, talking yeah. about he him actually did pretty over. good. People people last year were was it last year two years ago were saying he needed to take over some last year because they. Because two years ago they won. Uh, last year they were like, he needs to take over and he could be their long term starter. It's like, no, he can't, but he'll be no, he'll be yeah. sufficient. No, but I mean, we're talking so about Kukunakua and Cooper Cup here. I mean, that yeah. that's going to take, and Cup's put out a couple stinkers lately. He came yeah, out yeah. on fire and he's he's just been less than mediocre, single digits. Yeah. yeah. It'll probably be Brett Ripien. Uh, for as long as Stafford's out, um, who, which I, as far as I know, he's he could play in week nine, oh. but 
if he were to miss some time, it's it's Brett Ripien, and uh, he he really his. He's, Denver, he's a, he used to be your Denver guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And and like he really, it, it you always had low expectation. He's also a he's another Mister Irrelevant. That's kind of where they was, Chad Kelly was actually where they started the tradition of taking a quarterback with the very last pick. Wow. Uh, but Brett Ripien was another one of them, and uh, just to get him on a rookie deal, you know. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, he filled in fine. Like he's just kind of one of those guys who it's going to be another one of those where you don't want to start him, but I don't think that you have to temper your expectations too much when it comes to certainly cup and probably Puka either. And Tutu Atwell, just the way they use him is always going to work. Oh, and then, uh, we got Kenny Pickett going down. Um, yeah. Which that Which might means, that uh, might actually that might be a good thing for that Steelers stop offense. It, stop it! Happy <laughs> Halloween. Halloween! Do you not remember? Do you not remember Mitch Trubisky? Every time Trubisky gets this, like, oh, he he's gonna earn a starting gig every time he gets a spot <laughs> or you know an opportunity, and then he goes out there and he shows people why he's a backup. He's yeah. terrible. Uh, he went out and threw two interceptions yesterday. Like that dude is trash. I just I I always want the guy with some balls. I want the guy who's taking some shots. I feel like Kenny Pickett just plays it way too safe, and it drives me nuts. Yeah, the gloves. Yeah, that may be true, but I do like the Deontay Johnson volume for so. sure. Yep. Okay, so if you have any of these guys so far, we're still not through. But if you have like a Kirk Cousins, and you're you're a contender because he's been pretty solid, so chances are your team it might be pretty good. Sure. What are you doing? What are you? Who are you going well, after? We didn't get to Tyrod Taylor. Let's well, you're not, finish. You're not, the going, list. you're not going after him. <laughs> let's, let's finish the list, and then we'll get to what okay. we're doing. Fuck! I have to cut that out and paste it at the end. No, you can just leave it where you, you can just leave it where it is, and everybody can know you're a fuck up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then Tyrod Taylor goes out, uh, rib injury. He's week to week. He's been discharged at least, and uh, but you know now he's got a fear. Like, does he want to get a shot? And try to overcome the pain, because the last time he got a shot, and he ended up in the hospital with a punctured lung. So there's that. <laughs> like, I'm not even sure Tyrod wants to risk risk the pain management to play these yeah. NFL doctors. Well, Danny Dimes is coming back in like two weeks, so we need two weeks of quarterback play from that. Are we sure Danny Jones? Tommy back? DeVito, that right? Be, and he's yeah. not an NFL quarterback, unfortunately. Well, most yeah. of these guys aren't. Well, Daniel Jones is an NFL quarterback, so there's that. Yeah. Preach. But the, the really isn't, though. <laughs> like, legitimately. All right, so yeah. now let's get into what you're doing. All right, so if you got Kirk Cousins, you're praying that you have a QB3 that can step in and, and hold it down a little bit, right? Because there's and, not and, and, and Ritter got pulled. That should be noted as well, since we talked about it earlier. That, but still. Yeah, I guess that – whatever. That's just an expected benching. Like at some right. point it's going to happen because and then Watson, you know, when's Watson coming back? By the way, PJ Walker is still out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually have a deal in place to move PJ Walker for you for a third. Oh, <laughs> after the game is over. After the game's over tonight. Like, all right, PJ Walker gone for a third. Deal in place, huh? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'd like to accept it, but I can't until because the players are. Don't locked. forget, don't forget about T bag, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. He'll be starting again this week. Yep. Uh, T-bag so versus the Saints. Yeah, yeah. He's starting this week. Fields is out again. So there's that. I thought it was Badgent. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Bagent, Badgent. You're the, you're the pronounced. You're the and then there's bag. And then people are out there going Bagnet, and I'm like, no, that's not right, it. Right, right. You're you're twisting some E's and Hogue. Hogue, any any clue here? <laughs> nothing, nothing on the T-bag. I'm Badgent. I mean, I don't know. Badgent. That's what I said. I think I like T-bag. I like it. Oh, we're not talking about the like the the quality of the per, of the player, the, no, like, the substance of the person. We're just trying. I just to wanted to. Name. I just wanted to say teabag. I wanted to introduce teabag into the <laughs> conversation. Dying to say teabag. <laughs> <laughs> but realistically, besides the uh, besides the cousin injury, do the other three even matter? Like Tyrod doesn't matter. Tyrod didn't matter. All those folks are eventually coming back. Cousins, Can, but, but even if they're Stafford even if they weren't coming leaders. back, like. Yeah. Kenny Pickett didn't matter. He doesn't matter in Superflex. Like I'd mm-hmm. almost rather start any any deep position player than Ken, Kenny Pickett at this point, because you're yeah. talking about getting like 12 points from him. I mean, he's the new Mitch Trubisky. Or, I mean, cousins, uh, cousins, cousin, Kirk Cousins should not be your QB one in a on your team. I mean, none of these guys, none of these guys should be. But cousins, could, okay, so if you've got a cousins deep team, kind of borderline. If you got a deep team, Cousins was a was a nice QB one for you. You know, like if he was your QB one, you weren't complaining this year. I I'd be a little disappointed if Kirk Cousins was my QB one. He's QB six on the season before this week. So so what? So if you have the QB six, how is that? How can he? How can you be upset that he's the QB one? I mean, I'm just because I don't like. I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy. Well, that's your that's your bias. That's not uh, reality. I mean, he's out there putting up numbers, putting up big numbers. Okay, so he's he's been a QB one so far. Yeah, has he finished as a QB one every year? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it kind of depends year, on. He's like a boring QB one. Last year he was QB seven. So I mean, it's hard to say. Oh well, I'm I'm, I'm disappointed with Cousins when he was QB six this year, right. And QB seven last year. I should it mean, also I depends be, on depends on who you paired him with, you know. Like right. actually, a cousin's Jared Goff is a pretty strong combo oh, this yeah. year, and oh, it yeah. I like it doesn't it it doesn't feel not like sexy. it. Yeah, it's yeah. But it's I mean, great, you know, great. if you had that combo, it probably means that you had spent some draft capital on some guys at other positions who are exactly. kind of carrying you. And those guys do plenty to reinforce your roster. So, yeah. And the other guy, Matthew Stafford, does he really matter? I mean, did he matter in the grand scheme of things? I don't know. That one, that one probably, that one probably hurts. He was doing pretty well, um, but you know, he 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 had some, you know, some good weapons and seemed like he was getting pretty decent protection. And the, for some reason, the defense sucks now. So he's in a lot of positive game scripts. So I don't know. I think that one probably hurts. Yeah, he was giving you on the season 15 points a game. And he pretty much stayed right at that every week. 14 yeah. and a half, 16, 13. And a half. He, he, anywhere from 13.2 to 17.2 was his range of outcomes. For the yeah. first seven weeks of the season, like there was no, there was a great floor and a low ceiling, but you, you kind of knew what you were getting. You were getting that fifteen points every week, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if you've got a roster that is built with some, some explosive players and stuff. Yeah, 
But I kind of think with the possible except, you know, kind of to your point, the possible exception of Kirk Cousins here, everybody else on that list, uh, you know, whether you were getting something from them or not, I don't think that you expected it to a point where you were probably preparing for this. You know, you should have been prepared for it. You should have been chasing upside. Like if you had Matthew Stafford as one of your two starting quarterbacks, you probably were at the same time kind of looking for, all right, so what happens when he gets hurt? Or what happens when he looks old? He hits that cliff. Like, let's start preparing now. And you should have had some upside by now. Like that's yeah. that's going to be the protocol here. Like to me, like, you know, fuck all those other names. Sam Darnold is a name that I'm that I'm interested in. Kyler Murray, shit, like you can get him super cheap right now. Not if you, not if you're in a league with me, you can't because I got him <laughs> in like seven out of eleven leagues, and he ain't going anywhere for cheap. Nice. Fuck off, all you people that, are, that have been <laughs> fading Kyler Murray. You're gonna, you're gonna regret that in a couple weeks. Yeah, I sent uh, I sent a guy in my in, in my I, John. I have a. a I created a uh, or started a league in my hometown. In my hometown, let me start over, man. I started a league in, in in town here with a bunch of dads, fourteen team, super flex, and the daddios. The dad Springfield daddios league. There's a guy that had he had Kyler Murray and Tua versus quarterbacks. So I traded him Dobbs, and now I sent him a message to him like, listen. You want to pick up Clayton Toon, man, just to have him. Murray's coming back. I didn't think we'd see Murray all year. Anyway, he's just like, oh, I was going to drop Murray. And I'm like, this oh, is this is, this is 14 team. This is 14 team home, uh, you know, super home Superflex League oh, with the, with the, you know, redraft situation with these Springfield daddios. And I was like, don't drop Murray. And I just Please. do what I told you. Just do what I told you. <laughs> <laughs> in a fucking bid for Clayton Tune, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's crazy to me that like in a year like we're having where most quarterbacks are injured and the rest of them kind of suck. And yep. then there's like Jalen Hurts and sometimes Lamar Jackson. Like but beyond that, like everyone's just kind of just kind of well below expectations Dude, and people are still elitist about their quarterbacks it's like yeah. where did this sense of entitlement come from it certainly didn't come from pat mahomes or josh allen at this point <laughs> right and l jacks has been kind of disappointing i think so i yeah he pisses me off so uh, <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know you can't he gave me he gives me oh god he's He's it's not L. Jack. L. Jack, you want 30 points minimum out of him, you know? It's just very yeah. up and down. Like, you don't know if yeah, you're going to yeah, get yeah. the 30 or the 12 or whatever. His, you know? his floor is three this season. He's got a yeah, game of three great. points and a game of with five points. Yep. So that, that'll that that'll that'll weigh you down when you spend a first-round pick on him. Seriously. So, I don't know, man. And DeAndre Hopkins, I mean – what the heck? This guy gets you eight points, seven points, three points, and then, and then he gets you a 38. Well, thankfully, he didn't cost me, but I had him on my bench in that uh, in the league that I had started 0-3, Larry. I'm now yeah. I'm moving to 4-4 four and four this week. Oh, you made a couple of moves and put you in position to uh, make the playoffs there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm firmly in the playoffs now. I was in the six-hole today, 
going into today with like the third highest points, so or fourth highest points. So I'm climbing the ladder now. I beat the guy ahead of me, so that'll be nice. I'll move into at least, at very least, fifth. So, but yeah, I had DeAndre Hopkins on the bench, and I was afraid it was going to cost me because I had a nice lead, and then this guy had Jamar Chase, and that that kind of cut into the lead a little bit. And he also had Justin Herbert, so then then he took the lead, and I was like, shit. But Laporta yeah. and uh, ARSB are, are have they've done their work tonight. Hopkins is going to be one of those headaches this whole season because he's mm-hmm. got that enticing ceiling. He might not you... be, though. He might not be because Will Levis is chucking it. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? We haven't really of, talked about that. that. Speaking of someone that just gets out there and has no fear and just throws it around. I'm so happy we got him there. Like he was, like he was, like ready he was to eating go. a banana without unwrapping it. Yeah, man, he just took a bite out of that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know, he looked like the much more refined quarterback than in the matchup with Desmond Ritter. He looked like he was the one that had twelve career starts, and Ritter was making his first. I only saw the highlights. I mean, the game was on. It's but, hard to uh, convince really yourself. Thought, yeah, if you're, I just, if you're not a Titans or Falcons fan, it's really hard to convince yourself to watch that game. I get it. Well, no, no. I mean, it's a fantasy-friendly game just because of the – I mean, Atlanta has a lot of uh, fantasy folks on there, and then you got, you know, Hopkins, Henry, and that whole nonsense. I don't know if it's fantasy-friendly. It was fantasy-friendly yesterday, but phew, yeah. those two teams, they might be too. Oh, Tennessee's for- tough, man. Tennessee's tough to watch. The Jets are terrible like Tennessee. Like, you get, like, three points at halftime. Screws your whole fucking day. <laughs> right, let's get the points out of the way. This is this why I'm so shocked with Sam Laporta. Like I, I was so excited to to do this show. Being down, tw- like I needed 20 out of Laporta in this 14 team league, and pretty big premium. And he got yeah, it's a two point tight end, and he got 20 points before halftime. Yeah, and I was like this blows. I can't. I can't be like. I can't, it's like, like, it's like awesome buildup throughout the show. Laporta with another catch. Laporta with another. Oh, I only need. I only need fifteen more yards. Oh no, a touchdown! Ah, like I missed out on that whole right Laporta tease or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you just had to had to just take it and. Enjoy that win early on. It sounds tough. I, I did start Badgett in a couple of places, and I'm happy I did because he, he, he didn't do terrible. He got me like 12 or 14 points, which, yeah, I know in, in the grand scheme of fantasy football, you want your guys to score 30 points, but he could have got me, you know, minus two. Instead, I was on the double-digit side of things. Yeah, he that given worked you, for me. He could have given you a Desmond Ritter three and a half or whatever. Right. Yeah, thanks, Des. Or he could have given you an OBJ. Not the OBJ I like. I would like right now. <laughs> That's all you get to do is what's, dream about that OBJ. What's the O? Ain't heard, ain't heard an OBJ joke in a while. <laughs> oh, poor host. This, this, this pod's like, oh, guys, this is, a, this is an X-rated one, huh? Oh, this whole show. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to have to keep this one on with the parental uh, advisory on there. It always has the E. The E yeah. is always there. I know. We're not going anywhere without that thing. Well, whatever, man. That's that, That's the beauty of the hot sauce pod. You can say fuck 
and yep. shit. You could say cunt if you if you want. <laughs> because you have many times. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a regular word in Europe, so why, why is it a big deal over here? I right. don't know, man. Yes or no? <laughs> so, I mean, OBJ, what a he's a roster clogger. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, Raheed Shahid or OBJ? We should do a Raheed Shahid. Oh, no, this is not, that's not even a question. Why is that even a question? Oh, because Raheed Shahid gets more points on kickoff returns than OBJ gets. And OBJ yeah, but, like, why would you even question whether it's OBJ or Shahid? Shahid's been the far better player all year. Oh, well, yes, I know. I just wanted a, a, a Raheed Shahid segue. He, he he came to me. He, he Rashid Shahid came to me while I was just talking right now. I thought about starting him, and I plugged him in in the HQ1 league. Boom, he got me like 35 points. Well, I mean, he got me like 30 big, or 40 points. Game. He yep. went berserk. And, and I I, 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 the last two times I started him, he, now this now Rashid Shahid has been putting up consistent points except for like two weeks this whole season, the two weeks that I started him. So I was I was, I was reluctant to, to plug him in, but I had uh, – I had um, – I had a uh, Josh, what's his name from the Chargers? Palmer. Uh, game, yeah. As soon as I heard he was a game time decision, I was like, Raheed Shahid, baby, let's do this. And man, right out of the gate, I, I saw that bomb. And and of course, as I say it every single week, start anybody who's playing the Colts. Anybody that you have is playing the Colts, plug them in your starting lineup. You will never be disappointed. I put in Carr over Purdy this week just because he was playing the Colts. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I have him in TA4, and I am currently beating the number one team by 12 points. Rashid Shahid, you're talking about? Yes. Nice. And it's because of guys like him. And uh, and the rest of my team, I have no idea how this team is that bad, but it, I didn't intend for this team to be competitive this year anyway. Like, I have three, two or three firsts coming up, whatever, and a bunch of seconds. But uh, I, have, I have Dak and Tua – and Deshaun Watson, so whatever. And then I have Brees and Bijan, and I have Jordan Addison. I'm like, how is this? This team has uh, two wins right now. It's two <laughs> and five. I'm like, it's got a nice core, but it's terrible. It's a real. I mean, it's not even like a fluky. It's like fourth worst in points as well, and the potential points aren't there. But yeah, it blew up this week, and I've got the seven and zero number one team on the ropes right now. So this is fun. <laughs> I don't really care because it's potential points, so I don't care if I win or lose. Yeah, for, uh, draft position, but yeah, it, yeah, totally, man. But this it feels like this year, it's just like how does anybody ever win a fantasy game? Like other than the fact that like somebody has to win every matchup, it's just, I just I I cannot find like a pattern to it, you know. And that's how I like to play this and every game just like find a find a pattern find yeah. something repeatable and it's just not there i like if you've got tyree kill and aj brown that's like that's the key that's there i called them the infinity stones on the super show like uh, but beyond that it's like how does anybody just string together some wins where it's not just complete luck how many how many um quarterbacks are you passing on in favor of tyree kill in a super flex. Well, are we drafting in week one, knowing what we have through week eight? Yes. Or are we drafting from like <laughs> now 
for a, for no, a future. You're drafting because... now, having had a peak at the first eight weeks of the season. Where are you taking so, him in a Superflex draft? If I can have him for the rest of the season, then uh, I'll. He's a first rounder. Well, I, I'd pref- I. What I would really hope for is to get both of those guys at the turn. Him and but, Waddle? <laughs> Hill and Waddle? <laughs> Hell no. No, him and AJ Brown. That's to me, like right. that's just the unbeatable combination right now. So it is. Uh I yeah, I would be willing to forego a quarterback if I could get both of those guys on the same You're roster. Passing for on two season. quarterbacks in the first. Well, this year. is why he would do that yeah. because he's gonna get six of them later. Now they that, may not be uh, six quality two. quarterbacks, but he's gonna have <laughs> yeah. You just go for uh, Badgen, Henneke, uh, you know, uh, Trubisky, Mayfield, <laughs> and I'll still end up with Kyler unless Justin's in the league. Yeah, no, you won't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you know what you know now, you're taking those. And it's funny because in this 14 team dads league, super flex. You know, super tight and premium. Tyreek Hill went. Would you like to know? Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, it's amazing. Tyreek Hill went one, two, three, four, fifth overall. Ooh. Somebody knew what they were doing. Somebody and and he took Waddle in the third round. Oh, yes, hey. that didn't turn out. That really didn't turn out great because Waddle has not been. Fantastic by any means. He's been crushing. Oh, hell. He doesn't even start. You know who his QB1 is? Jordan Love. He's crushing the league. He's crushing the league right now. QB1 in Tyreek Hill. Like, if if you put QB, if you put Tyreek Hill, he's got ETN. He's got the. You should see see all the darts that this dude hit on, man. He he, he has. He went Hill. He took Aaron Rodgers in the second round. He's crushing the league right now. Has he got Mostert? Yeah. What's no, he but got? he has. He took a, he took ETN, Good. Cole Komet, who's had some big games lately. Yeah, Tyler Lockett in the in the sixth round. Jordan Love was his second quarterback after Rodgers, seventh uh-huh. round. Then he took Swift eight. Brandon Cooks has been nothing. Quentin Johnson's been nothing. Yeah, he had Kyron Williams. That was a big fourteenth round. Yeah. Man, I'm not looking then, forward to this off season. Like, I'm gonna have to fight so much against quarterbacks don't matter like i can already see it coming i know it's <laughs> and they're gonna have anecdotal evidence that it that that's the case like so many people are gonna win their leagues with one quarterback like and and it could be jordan love and you're still gonna get it done out of these quarterbacks that we've been talking about are there any that are what are the what are the the third round pick QBs versus the second round pick. Do we have any, like, what would you pay for these guys? Would you, are there any second round pick guys you'd give a second for to have right now on your team? Like a Henneke, would you give a second for? Nah, probably not. See, I need, I need, I need him to be the starter and, and show that he's going to keep the job for a week or two before I give a second. Well, you don't know that. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. So I'm not giving that right now. But right. if if in two weeks he's played well enough, it looks like the Falcons are going to stick with him. I could see giving a second if I need a quarterback. But right now you're risking having giving a second for the backup because we don't know what the hell Arthur Smith is going to do. You know, if he right. if if Heineke gets the job 
and plays competently. And I don't mean like he comes out and just goes, you know, just world beater. But if he comes out and looks like a competent NFL quarterback that's not turning the ball over every fourth possession, then sure, a second. But like, like Badgins in the third round category. You're not paying anything more than a three for that guy, right? Third rounder? You're paying a I'm second round? I'm not even yeah. trying to acquire a Badgins. Right. I'm just talking about, well, like if you had, you had a Cousins and, you know, whatever, Stafford, or you're hurting a quarterback, you only have one good one. What kind what kind of pick, what's the earliest pick you're going to give up for which, which one of these guys? I want to know who's the, who the second round pick that you're going to give up. Which one of these guys is worth a second? I any, mean, I think like Hineke, I think you could do for a later second. I think that's fine. Sure. But yeah, yeah, I mean, kind of to Justin's point, like there's got to be some kind of path to, uh, to a you know to long term viability, even if it just means the rest of the season. Like that's right. that's the only way I'm even talking about a second round pick, and I'm I'm always the guy who feels like a starting NFL quarterback should be worth a first round pick, but it's got to be somebody who you know who first of all earned the job not just fell ass backwards into it, but also, you know, they also have to have that path to maintaining it once they get there. So, you know, like Gardner Minshew, I think is, uh, I mean, he's, he's a starter the rest of the season. So he's Zach Wilson is another one. Like they're they're They'll start the rest of the season. And I think that's worth a second round pick. Exactly. Very least, but, the rest of these guys, Badgen, I mean, you maybe get him for another week, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, like, why do I care to to acquire a Badgen when I just, I can plug in a couple guys for the next week, maybe two weeks, and then and then Badgen's a backup again. Like, that, he doesn't do me any good. I'm going to give up a second or third round pick for the chance of winning a couple games. Not even guaranteed winning couple games the chance of winning a couple games that doesn't do okay. it are there any current starters that are worth a second round rookie pick you mean like like uh, we talked about well i talked about baker Mayfield going easy. for a 25 first are there any are any any can you, you get, get your hands on any kind of starter for anything, anything less than a 25 first yeah Minshew is an easy one just go okay i'm gonna give a second for him yeah zach wilson i think is there Second Wilson, second uh, round pick for Zach Wilson. That's where we're at now, huh? Woo-hoo! No, that's where Hogan's at. Where we're at. <laughs> I'm not there. Hogan can be there. I'm not there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see the appeal of a Zach Wilson. Like, oh. what's he going to give you? 170 yards and a touchdown and a pick. That kind hey. of thing. He's got some rushing upside. Does he have rushing upside? <laughs> Does Zach Wilson really have rushing upset? He, I mean, he he does have a rushing ceiling. I mean, he can easily get you seventy yards on the ground. He can what? He can get you seventy yards on the ground. Has he ever got yards. seventy yards on the ground? Sure, he busted out a big run. He's busted out a couple of big runs in his career. Well, what's his high? In his three-year career, by the way, and everyone says like, "Oh, Jan, Zach Wilson." Such a, everyone talks about how he's a brand new quarterback. Still, it's like nobody has been in the fucking league three years. He came out with Trevor Lawrence. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Thanks a lot, Brandon. Man, you fuck. That's the punter that that caused the Jets to win that game. All right, like so last second. Of that, okay, Larry, he did have that crazy one where he had the ninety-one yards rushing, and one of those was huge. 
What is his career high outside of that game in rushing yards? I don't know. We're talking about his ceiling. You Aren't can't we? pick one game out and be like, that's his ceiling. That's not realistic. Why can't I? We're throwing out the, the – what are we throwing out? That's the outlier, not the ceiling. There's a difference between the two. What's the his second highest like, rushing up? What's his 36 output? yards. 36? That's his real ceiling. His real ceiling is somewhere around 35 yards. No, his ceiling is – I'd give him 50 yards as a ceiling. Well, how? He has never gone anything more than 36 except the one week that he had a massive run on – How I many mean, games like, has he even started? Has he even played a full season? Yeah, he's played a full season. He's played 29 games. He's got 29 has starts. Has he really? He's yeah. got 29 starts? Wow. Ooh, that's right. Hold on. Exactly. He's got a record of twenty of 12 and 17. Exactly. So that sucks, man. I hate that we're even talking about him right now. <laughs> well, I mean, he's your quarterback. 28 starts. Sorry, let's flush. Let's just flush somebody since we're talking about Zach Wilson. It's a perfect Sorry. opportunity. Yeah, we're we're talking about loser. Right. Oh, wait, wait, can we even flush a loser? Is this been yes, a term? We can flush a loser. We can absolutely flush a loser. Johnny Hogue, we're talking about the FC Eliminators, sponsored by John Bosch to kick off to the Scott Fish Bowl season. This is a best ball, what, 18 teams? Every, lowest score every week gets eliminated. And the hot sauce pod sponsors one. We fill it up quick because we nice. like to talk shit. We like to flush you down the toilet like a loser. Yeah, we talk about We like to flush our listeners down the toilet. Pick on them because they suck. They lost. Yeah. They're losers. And again, I'm also I'm also inviting them down the toilet because I'll be waiting for them down there because since I've already been eliminated. Yeah, he was eliminated a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. I'm also a loser. So, yes, I'm just uh, inviting you to where I am and we'll have some fun down there in the depths of the sewage and poo and the pee and all that good stuff. Feminine products. Don't flush your feminine products, Larry. It's not well, really good. Hey, they go in the trash. Sorry. Too late. You're going to you're going to tear up your pipes. Yeah. But uh yeah, we are uh we're going to be flushing today. And we're going to be flushing someone who you would think with this handle, he would make nice, lovely things. Oh, yes. That's, the, yeah. We're up. talking about like some nice aromatic things that you might want to eat. But no, he did not make any of these things. He This is FF underscore pastry chef. He's a pastry chef. Yeah, well, he was making a pie today. A hair pie. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about hair pie anymore, Larry. Golly. <laughs> Jeez. No, maybe a mud pie. Oh, maybe a, maybe a wait a minute. Now, a you're, getting, now you're really taking in things next level. <laughs> now you're getting into fucking John and Hogue territory. <laughs> Look, man, you had a pretty good run. <laughs> and then it got ugly. It got ugly because, well, and you know what? This is probably bailing you, you out. Did he pick the wrong coach? Yeah, well, did he pick the – no, he didn't pick any coaches, it doesn't look like. He didn't take any but coaches. He, he's go. bailed out because he just lost his uh, his second quarterback. He had Anthony Richardson, uh, lost him, and then this weekend he lost Kirk Cousins. So he wasn't going to get far anyway, but he certainly wasn't going anywhere after he didn't have a QB at all. Gibson did nothing. Tony Pollard, which Tony Pollard has been disappointing lately. 
Wow. And not only is he the lowest score, he's the lowest score out of the folks that have already been flushed. Yeah. He's the he's lowest like score in all 18. <laughs> like, even the players that have been flushed already. Even everyone that's gone already. There's he, He's even lower than like eight other, seven other people. Yeah. Juju didn't even make his starting lineup, though. With the seven points? Well, he had two punters. He got, uh, oh, the Chargers punter got him 10 points. Yeah. The problem is he had a whole bunch of those eight to 10 points. And and Kirk Cousins was the only guy that stood out for him. And he doesn't even have wow. any. Wow. I mean, he really, I mean, is old school still in this too? Is he? Oh, old school's no, done. No, old school's we, done. We flushed him? Yeah, we, we flushed old school. There was a showdown with him and uh, Troy a while yeah. back on a Monday night. And we flushed old school at the end of the show. Yeah. Well, he got a lot of single digit performances and that's what happens when you lose that is what happens yeah this actually uh dynasty roast who i believe might be the top scorer he was second lowest this week so he just barely squeezed through i think he's the top scorer heading into this week yeah speaking about you know what'd you say squeaking through This will be an awkward edit. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, it's no longer awkward. Well, well, Larry, Larry, head to the head to the bathroom before this before this gets really bad in here. Come on, hold on. <laughs> and by head to the bathroom, I mean share the toilet screen again. I swear he's a rookie. Larry, Larry, while you're pushing fart noises, share the screen to the show. Hold on a second. No, listen, share the screen to the show. (laughs) Because we need to flush this little stinker. Oh, sorry, I didn't shut the door. We should have shut the door on that one. All right, let's get back to some good stuff because that was gross. I don't want any of those pastries. Just locking that up right there. Yeah, that. What was he making? Chocolate eclairs? I don't know. So pastry chef, huh? Ah, FF underscore pastry chef. Hopefully, your pastries are better than your team. I know. Where is this guy or gal? I'd like to know where those pastries are made. It's, it's a guy. It's, <laughs> it's Brian Capanna. Unless so, this is Halloween, baby. It's a Halloween show. I should have made a big deal about it earlier. CJ Strat. Everyone's like, he's the man. He's the man. This is the real deal. This is a real deal. Now he's hit a little stumbling block, a little roadblock. I know we got a rushing touchdown, but everybody still has confidence in CJ Strat to be the future king of uh, Texas. Yeah, still think so. Yeah, I'm not scared. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's for that scary, really. Stroud or Tua? What? Stroud or Tua? What? I'm throwing it out there. Who is who is choosing Stroud over Tua right now? With what Tua is Dude, doing? Dude, I don't think I don't think that anyone. I still think people are afraid of Tua. Okay. Uh, okay. So fine. Hoax. Stroud or Tua? I mean it. It Tua, but it's it's close. And man, here's the thing. Like that one. This is going to be very speculative, but I have a feeling 
that uh, they're bringing in an alpha wide receiver this offseason. Watch from Marvin Harrison Jr. reunited sure. with C.J. Stroud. And all of a sudden, wow. market value. Oh, is no, they don't have a first-round pick. Houston. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, right still... now, Cleveland has their pick. Yeah. They'll still get Texas there. Have, but... no, no. Texas, the Texans have Cleveland's pick. Texas have Cleveland's pick. Oh, yes, they yeah. do. Oh, yeah, they do. But that that's probably that'll probably be like a mid-round pick yeah which i mean they can get a fantasy friendly player there if they need a, to beef up them. that's what you have to do that's the recipe for success with a young quarterback you don't draft your quarterback and then take a defensive player with the next pick no you got just, like just, just, just get as much offense as possible until this guy succeeds and then worry about defense maybe Seriously. you get up to like the 15th or 16th pick and then get like a malik neighbors you know who i think is just is on par with Marvin Harrison. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to overlook Malik neighbors and then, and then realize that he's as good as Marvin Harrison. So, well, there's a, there, I mean, Keon Coleman, Amika, Abuka, yeah. I mean, all those guys are money. Even raw Undunzi, mm-hmm. oh, Xavier worthy. I mean, it's going to be, there's it's, I mean, it's a rich wide receiver draft. I'm excited. Get in on that shit. Every year is a rich wide receiver draft nowadays because teams are using wide receivers in the college ranks. Well, that's because they're teams yeah. want to be used they're, they're, like running full route trees and because they're making the five eight hundred and sixty five pound guys relevant. That's true. Right? Yeah, so you're, you're, not only, you're not only have, like, yeah, you not only are are making the big guys relevant, but you, the NFL is making little little dudes relevant as well, which is just wild. Tank Dell out there actually. Catching balls, Tutu Atwell being involved in the games. Tank Dell's Tank Dell. You can't get anything for Tank Dell unless you are offering a first. No, the Tank Dell owner is not accepting anything but a first round pick. I would sell for a second so fast if I had Tank Dell. The tank I've offered a second for Tank Dell and said it. It starts it with a first. Was the reply. The, well, you can't be trying mm-hmm. to get Tank Dell from Troy. I don't know. I, I can't remember if it was from him. I don't, I don't think it was from him. So for the last three weeks, this is, his stat lines are or for the last three games, because, of course, they were on by two weeks ago. One for 16, three for 57, and three for 16. So he's come back to earth a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean come back to earth a lot. Yes, but, totally. Yeah. I, I would it is, man. It's the ebb and flow of the season. I mean, you want to give out your your awards, your fantasy awards. Your best we want guy. to get into that. We're an hour and twenty well, minutes into this thing. We don't have yeah. to do that. I think maybe next week we can do some All fantasy right. awards. Well, we, how about a uh, how about a second half season league winner, or a le- or how about a uh, a a champion? How about like a William Wallace? You know, I don't know what 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 do you want? Mm-hmm. Uh, Braveheart, you predict. You want like a brave, like a Braveheart. Who's going to be your Braveheart for the second half of the season? Didn't didn't he die at the end? Larry, this analogy. <laughs> you can only you tell me how he dies. Let's hear it. <laughs> this analogy is awful, Larry. Um, 
Um, can we just, can you just ask who's going to be your who's who do you think is going to be the league winner that comes he out? Didn't, of he didn't, let's just say let's just say he Braveheart died in like week eighteen. Shit. After so after the fantasy playoffs, he, I cannot wait for the listeners. I cannot wait for the listeners to listen to this shit and be like, "What the fuck is Larry talking about?" Dude, I cut all the I cut all the crappy me out. But see, of this is the problem. You should leave this in. <laughs> You should leave this bowl talking because this is the bowl talking. This is the bowl talking for sure. The bowl? What the hell does that mean? It's the bowl you smoked before this show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right now. I was unpissed. I, I mean, I wish I had a I wish I had one here right now. I think so, John. He stepped away twice during this show. I no, think he like went to take a couple puffs. No, no, no. There was a big there was a big bowl before the show. But uh, before I went to just get a beer and I took a piss. Who's the guy that's going to come out and win you a league in the second half? Of course. Shit. Who's your Braveheart, man? Who's your Mel Gibson with his face I painted? I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> Who's yours, Larry? While I think about this for a moment. <laughs> I think things are going to click for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I think he's finally going to understand the offense. They're finally going to, he's going to fucking get that groove in the offense and he knows they're going to make a playoff run. I think he's going to be the man. That's a boring pick. I was going to go Sam Laporta, but only because. But see, you, Sam Laporta is not going to be your league winner because he's already helping you win. I just he want you. To, I just want you to admit that he's a stud. Oh, he's a stud. I, now, now it's a no-brainer. John, we, this guy's giving me shit about Sam Laporta since week. It three. was week two, and he's like, <laughs> "Sam Laporta's a stud." I'm like, "Hold on a minute now. <laughs> We've seen one game out of that guy. Like, calm down. We need to see it." No, Laporta's good. He, oh, now he's a, now. Oh, you're killing me, man. Yes, Larry. That's how it goes. You have to prove <laughs> it before I say yes. Why you're can't good. you wear a tracksuit when we do a show together? Why do I have to <laughs> subject me to this fucking? What is this? Your fall? What is your winter shirt or something you said my earlier? Gray, my gray, your gray. gray day fucking shirt. My fall gray. Yeah. Jesus. That's right. I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> hmm. Fall gray. Wait, 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 wait. Open the show with my, my, my fall gray. No shit. My shorts are olive colored today. Did yep. you have to shovel your driveway out, Hogue, or what? How, how does it work? I mean, you got some snow, right, last week? Yeah, we got a lot of snow, actually, but now it just kind of melted off. That's what happens here. So, yeah, I That's end up shoveling, stuff. like, I don't know, five times a year, maybe. Right. Yeah. Five times a year. Yeah. Well, Usually just let it burn off. So I'm getting behind L. Jackson, Lamar Jackson. I know he's, he's screwed me thus far with a couple of uh, low-budget games, but, hey, man, I'm going to ride my first-round pick in a, in a handful of leagues. I'm still I'm still expecting big things. I got one. I'll, I'll say it like unless you got one, John. Do you have some? I've got it's kind of a lot of them. I want to hear yours first. Uh, I'm going with cheese and peach. James Conner almost went blank. Oh, James Conner, nice. I love yeah, it. He comes back off of IR. That'll be about the time that that Kyler's coming back as well. I think you can expect a little boost from James Conner. Maybe get you some league winning weeks in those late season and, and then playoff games. All right, Hogue, who you got, bud? Man, I like that whole Arizona offense with Kyler coming Whoa. back. Because it just felt like the the beauty of it is you're getting Kyler's passing, which to me is an upgrade from Dobbs. Sure. But you're not getting <laughs> like all of the rushing that used to, you know, they used to, to vulture the running game and 
Um, you know, you're not getting him taken off on broken plays. Like he's going to be, he's not going to be nearly as mobile for the rest of the season. So I think it benefits everybody. I like Bijan Robinson a lot as a league winner. Hell of a schedule. I mean, best possible schedule in the now's the time to get him. Everyone's shitting all over him now because of the headache. Yep. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Now you know before uh, before Hineke just takes us over. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor's got a pretty good schedule. Rest of season in fantasy playoff. Travis Etienne. Um, I love the combination of C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins. Yeah. Oh, here's one for you. Russell Wilson has a really good schedule the rest of the way. Russell oh, Wilson yeah. has been sneakily solid. He's been him. solid, man. Like, yeah. He's people, ten entering this week. Yeah, people don't QB realize 10? it because yeah, like he'll throw three touchdown passes, but yeah. like all they score is twenty-one points, and yeah. they're like, "Man, he must suck." And it's like, actually, he put together a pretty nice fantasy day for you. I mean, he only had like one hundred and seventy something yards or something the other yesterday, but he also yeah. had the three touchdowns. I mean, yeah, if you look, if you're getting QB ten numbers out of Russell Wilson, I think you got to be happy at this point. Yeah, man. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for having me, guys. Yeah, it's like five thirty. It's time for dinner now. John Hove, what do you do, baby? Here we go, the Superflex dude. He's gonna take it to the house. We're taking ten QBs in the first eleven rounds. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the Dynasty Outsiders Podcast. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers talking down.